0: Something like this from Coldplay and Chainsmokers. You're listening to Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark and our lovely guest has joined us in the studio. It's Portia Green. Good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are thank you? Thank
0: you for coming in. I'm fine, thank you, yes. Now, we spoke to you about a year ago yeah. um, when you came in to talk about four-networking. So just remind our, our listeners, in case they've forgotten or they weren't listening, just a bit about your background and what you do and, and then about four-networking.
2: Right, well, I... Own. Um, Sorry, just a little no, bit nearer okay. the mic. That's lovely. Adjust myself. <laughs> um, for Networking is a national organisation aimed at small businesses, medium businesses to network together. It's 50% business, 50% social. Newark For Networking meets every two weeks at the Roman Way. Uh, you have to book a place, which I can do for you. And we spend two hours networking, having a great breakfast. We have a speaker. And three 10-minute one-to-one business appointments while we're there. I get lots of business through it, actually, and it really, really works. Um, for networking as a group is 11 years old this year. Last year when I came in, we were celebrating our 10th year. Um, so, yeah, I really, really enjoy it. And because I'm a home worker, it gets me out of the house to meet other people. Out of your pyjamas? darling, I've got a
1: Pyjamas?
2: Yes. Yes, yes, Portia
1: and I are, uh, are almost neighbours. Uh, I live on one side of the street; and she <coughs> lives on the other. And I'm sure that we are both sitting there um, in our respective houses, me bundled up in my bathrobe, and yeah. Portia in a wa- in a onesie, it is pens-
2: right. one, though. Keep, oh, keeping the is economy so moving.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> so, just tell us a bit about your background and, and, and what uh, what what got you to this point today, shall we say?
2: My background. Business-wise? Yes, business-wise. B- business or anything, wise. really, anything you want to tell us. Oh, goodness me, what have I done? Oh, name an industry that I've not worked in. Um, I've done all sorts of things. I've worked in hospitality, I've seen hotels. I looked after Richard Branson mm-hmm. for two days. Um, met Harold Wilson. Looked after him for a while. Um, I've worked as a, um, in a printing house, design house, for a telemarketing consultancy. That's when I went freelance and started my own business. That was 16 years ago. So Meerkat Telemarketing is 16 at the end of this month. Um, I've also started this new business, Home Sweet Home, which we'll talk about a bit later. After, after the news, yeah. Yes, and obviously I help to run the Newark for Networking group. So, uh, yeah, I, I sort of know a little about a lot of things, which helps me with the business development side of the work that I do for my clients in mm-hmm. Meerkat. I think that's it these days, isn't it? I don't think anybody has
0: the same career Mm. for the whole of their working life. Mm. People, you know, have have lots of different things that they end up doing. And by the time you get to our age, you've done lots and lots and lots of different (laughs) things. I
2: I think that's right, especially when you get to a certain age. Um, You've you've had the opportunity to do lots of jobs. Yes. And I think, as I've just said, you know, it helps promote my clients when I'm on the with yes. people we
0: will be talking to Porsche much more after the news especially about home sweet home so don't go anywhere
1: you're listening to Radio Newark it's Sunday morning so of course that means it is the girls around town me June Rowlands in the chair for the second hour of the show Sue is on the other side of the desk now and she is sitting next to our guest for today who is Portia Green Porsche just before we get on to the main point of um, the interview which is talking about home sweet home We were talking before the news about 4 Networking Newark and the one thing that we didn't get in quite quickly enough Mm -hmm. because we ran out of time
2: was date of the next meeting. Date of the next meeting is Tuesday the 4th of April, 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock in the morning. So it's not this Tuesday, it's the tuesday after is that right yes and at the roman way (coughs) At the roman way but you
1: have to book a place and they need to get in touch with you absolutely yeah we will give people contact details a bit later on in the show before you go Mm -hmm. but um let's um let's talk about houses and okay. homes and sweet homes yes, yes. <laughs> so first of all um, it's a new venture for you yes what made you decide to veer slightly away from the main thrust of your business and and, and start doing home sweet home
2: home sweet home well it's kind of an extension of myself and my passion for houses and interiors I'm not an interior designer by any shape or form But um, I mentioned it to my son, actually, and I said that, you know, I'd like to help people to get their homes ready for sale pre-being photographed and the estate agents coming around. And he said, oh, mum, you'd be really good at that because you're great at making something out of nothing. And I'm not (laughs) quite sure what he meant about that. But anyway, so I I seem to have a knack of making um, anywhere look presentable. I don't know how, it's very difficult to explain it, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you have to buy expensive furniture. It can be quite, you know, um, lived in, for want of a better description. But I think it's just the way it's made to appear, that it's homely without it being pretentious or contrived. So, and I just... I don't know i just wanted to to help people i mean it's, it's often referred to as home staging or home mm. dressing but it, uh, staging
1: really? is kind of it, it's in a way it's it's not a good word to use is it because it makes it sound as though everything is yes. well staged yes. basically well, it, it um, which is. it is yes. but it doesn't give that Im- if it's done properly it yes. doesn't give that impression well
2: i think obviously when someone is selling their home mm-hmm. i'm doing that trendy inverted commerce thing <sighs> it is their home at the end of the day but it's not the contents of the home that they're selling it's the bricks and mortar the the yeah. mm-hmm. so you you've got to give an impression that a house is happy loved and lived in within the family unit or whether it's a single person or not so you're trying to sell a happy environment now if you've got clutter or it's could do with a bit of a spring clean like <laughs> that um, then that's not you know you need to give the best impression because you only get one chance to make a that's impression. right you never
1: get a second chance Absolutely. um to make a first impression you know. um and um you know i was going to say something then and it's just completely gone out of my head okay. um
2: well there are uh, some interesting percentages yeah. of what people uh, there's been a study and there's some very interesting statistics of what potential buyers do and go for immediately so they're kind of Rule by thumb to, to go by, I suppose. and
1: and of course these days um, the way we at least start a house purchase or, mm. or looking for a house has changed very dramatically, hasn't That's it? Because na- uh, well, I was going to say ninety nine percent, but a- an awful lot of people will start online. That's uh, where they 98%. look.
2: Ninety eight percent. Ninety eight percent. Well, well I wasn't far off to guess, was oh, I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and and <clears throat> it is that first impression. You know, if people um, go online and they see something that mm. just doesn't float their boat Absolutely. instantly yeah. then they're just going to go straight i mean I, I i do watch um you know things like location location yeah. location from time to time and um frequently they will say oh that th- uh, phil or kirsty will take mm-hmm. them to a house and they say well actually we looked at this one online and we discounted it yeah um and that was it as far as they were concerned so you've got to make that first impression has got to be made um very Inst- very quickly instant almost. yes yeah. Sue, so, um you have been been there done this and yes got the t-shirt yes um, i have did you start did you do an awful lot of online shopping so to speak shopping around before you um found a property oh yes yeah definitely um because what
0: The trouble is these days it goes online and then if you've signed up for alerts you know the minute it goes online you'll get an alert say oh this property might be in your um you know what you're looking for and then probably 12 hours or a day later you might get a phone call or an email from the estate agents that you have been there looked at that online not physically looked at it so yes you can be ahead of the game if you like And, and these days especially we're not waiting for Uh, paperwork to arrive in the post i mean one of the things i left behind at my old house was the original uh estate agents blurb from when we'd bought it in the 90s and it was um four sheets of typed a4 with photographs
1: stuck (laughs) on with blue (laughs) yes i've still got that from from selling my previous property yes yeah i left (laughs) that
0: behind for the new owners just a little bit of history i left a lot a lot of stuff because it's an old house um, but we're not waiting for that anymore you know you you you've, you're online you, you can filter your search right down yeah you know mm-hmm. where you want what you want to pay how many bedrooms you want what features you want and it's so easy to discount other things you don't even get to look at them never mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. um you discount them online
1: you know you don't sort of swipe past them you, you don't even they don't even appear in your search so yeah and and you can uh, in the majority of of uh, properties online you can swipe through a whole load of photographs you know sometimes yes. they'll have um, quite a collection almost every room 16 um, or 20 and maybe sometimes very quickly yeah you can you can get to one of them no no um it's not me i don't yeah. want that one mm. um so we've we've talked about why you decided to do this porsche so when did you start it and and what stage are you at at the moment
2: well i got the light bulb moment in the autumn last year it had been bubbling around in my head for a while and I just thought well do you know what there's no point in having this idea if you're not going to do it so I've got some postcards printed and they've scattered around all over the place um, various estate agents have them but it's almost a bit too late once they're at the estate agents to, to pick them up because they've already crossed the threshold to sure. someone mm. to help them so I'm helping someone at the moment she's um, she wants to to move on from where she is. She likes to collect things and um, maybe the collection has outgrown the size of where she is. But I don't think she'd be buying somewhere bigger, it just needs to be put in different places. So that's the project ongoing at the moment. Um, I have another friend, he's um, wanting a bit of help to move his house on as well. So Yeah, I think I've spoken to lots and lots of people and I haven't had anyone yet say it's not a good idea. So I think there's a need, there's a massive need for it, but it's just crossing that boundary of whether people want to um, have a stranger come and tell them, th- you know, the way that they're living isn't exactly conducive to a potential buyer wanting to walk in and snap it up. I mean, it's two things really, isn't it? It's first of all, it's, it's
1: realising that mm-hmm. you, 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 there's something... Not quite right, or, or or things could be better, yes. um, shall we say? And then, secondly, as you say, it's getting somebody else in to um, take a, a slightly more dispassionate look at things, Absolutely. because that's presumably yes. um, the whole point: is you're standing back from it, you don't have the emotional investment no, that right. um, the owner of the house has. You know, um, I can't, I can't get rid of that. That's my precious
2: whatever well, uh, or um, my my take on it really is that they've already emotionally turned their back on that house so you, you know you don't look back you look forward so if they've already found the next property that they want to move into concentrate on really wanting to, to move in so let's get the sale of this one done as soon as quick uh, as soon as possible and by that means a bit of work you know it's the most expensive thing anyone will ever buy potentially so if someone's coming to view it for ten minutes, that has got to be the most important ten minutes ever for for the next god knows how many years until you move again absolutely and we're we'll talking in a few minutes
1: about um some of the um Important things that mm. people pick up on in that in that first ten, in, yeah. and in fact sometimes before that first ten minutes, because as we say, there's the, the there's the online look, and there is also mm. the famous curb appeal <laughs> um, as well, which which works both uh, or works for or against you uh, both online and also in practice when somebody drives by. <laughs> Whitney Houston there and so emotional which ties in quite well with what we were talking about just before (laughs) that it is very difficult to um, divorce your emotions from from, um, a home perhaps especially if it's a home you've lived in for a long time when you're trying to get ready to sell it so um, talking to our guest Portia about uh, Home Sweet Home and helping people to get over that problem how to make the very best first impression on potential buyers so uh, Portia you mentioned in passing when we were talking a few moments ago that uh there is a survey. There are there are always surveys, aren't there? (laughs) But there is a survey with some interesting information, including the ninety-eight percent of um people who start their search online or something. Tell us a bit more about it.
2: Well if you're into facts and figures then this will blow your mind. Um it says on this particular survey it was from it was conducted by a leading cleaning company i won't name them um they equipped i'm reading this now they equipped prospective house buyers with eye tracking goggles that recorded the areas they looked at most and this blew me away actually it was very very interesting the resu- results showed that 95 percent of home viewers made a beeline for the windows to check out the view and the surrounding neighborhood so that said obviously you need to clean your windows and make sure that what they're looking out at if it's your front garden back garden that it's tidy and it's very nice
1: especially at this time of year
2: the the, the window cleaning because of course as soon as the sun
1: starts coming through oh, the windows yes. that's when you see the streaks and the, and the dust and everything is that
2: speaking from personal experience here at the moment <laughs> <laughs> yes um another interesting stat is that um 80 percent did look into large storage spaces <laughs> as in under stairs, cupboards, to see what was in there. So it's probably a good idea not to just chuck everything in there and hope that they don't jam the door door shot. They (laughs) they then get hit by an ironing board or something. Um, Well, guess where I keep my ironing board? (laughs) But, you know, not everyone has got a huge house that they've got a separate utility room where they can store brooms and ironing boards and goodness knows what else. So you have to be practical about where you store things. But a house that has storage that's a that's a bonus so Mm, everybody wants storage yes Mm. well yeah exactly and another percentage was um, research also found that 75 percent of participants took notice of distinctive items such as original fireplaces so if you've got a, a original fireplace and it's not your favorite don't worry about it. it's not your fireplace anymore you're selling it you've turned your back on it so some people might want an original house and original features so make that maybe the feature because you know that that's the whole point of buying an original house
1: and just just moving slightly off the subject for a moment Mm um one of one of the things that we were talking about off air is is pointing out things to people yeah which um an estate agent might not do, and they may not mm. do it in the particulars, but if you've got something like a period, you know, when, when somebody comes around, if you've got something like a period fireplace or you've got nice cornices or whatever, mm. and also things like you mentioned which, which side of the house gets the sun, all exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it's it, presumably one of the things that you would do is you would sort of say
2: to someone, you need to make a, a point of making sure people are aware of that it's hard work selling a house because you're not selling what's in it you're selling as i say, the the bricks and mortar and the the features in the garden what time of day the sun comes in where do you sit and have a coffee in the weekend it's also it's a very strange place to find yourself welcoming a
0: stranger or group Mm. you know a family of strangers into your home and saying hello come in this is the kitchen it gets (laughs) the sun in the morning come through here this is the hallway it's a very
2: very strange place to find yourself it is is. i sold um my when i sold my last house it was a unique house it had lots of land and um we built an extension on it to emphasize the garden and the kitchen was the main feature in the whole property although the rest of it was very characterful and the first thing I would do would take people into the kitchen and they all their jaws just hit the floor they said, Oh my god, this is amazing. Oh thank you. But and I say, Well if you come in here at about nine o'clock in the morning, the deer come in. And they say, Oh, we have deer, yes we have a deer. <sighs> we have two or three deer, little monkjack deer, then there's a there's a woodpecker on the big Bramley apple tree at the bottom. And they just bought into that, but that's that was true because that's part of what they were buying. Mm, and it, and it's probably something that
1: um, you, you might have taken for granted because it mm. happens to you every morning. Yeah. But you need to um, point out, it, it's not just, you know, which are the good catchment areas for schools mm. or, or, you know, where the nearest, how far it is to the, the train station if you're commuting or whatever. Mm. It's the personal things that that sell a house, isn't it? But per, personal, not as in personal to you, but the things that people could make yes. you know, their own
2: Personal. But, but everyone that walks through the door aren't the same type of people. It no. no. could be a, a family, a, you know, a newly married and they want, st- it's their starter home. Could be people wanting to downsize. So, and I, I suppose to quickly go back to why you asked me why I started this. My other business is business development. So I help businesses to sell their products and services. So you have to... Be aware of the, the target market. So mm. you emphasise the bits that you sure. feel will yes. appeal, Yes, that yes. <coughs> yes.
1: <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. I mean you, you, you wouldn't emphasise somebody like me, mm. a garden that, you know, had masses of upkeep no. needed or whatever. No, <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> you would point out you, you know, you'd point out that um yeah, you know, it's a lovely view, but yes. you know, not mm. the
2: fact that I'd be out there mowing the grass all the time uh, also, or whatever. You you can't be everything. You you can't be the estate agent and you can't be a salesperson all you're doing is welcoming somebody Mm -hmm. into your home that you now want to say goodbye to that then will be their home so you have to be a bit sympathetic to what they want but make it as nice as possible so
1: so so we we moved slightly (laughs) away from the survey but there are still one or two other things um, quite interesting some interesting statistics within that survey aren't there only 15% 15% of people give um, surfaces and floors a yeah. quick glance. Yeah. However, 70% look upwards. Yes. Yes. Uh, and it's not just, well, it, well, it probably is mainly to um, look at the height of the ceilings or look at um, lovely corny thing or whatever, yes. but they're also going to see the cobwebs, aren't they? <laughs> mm um,
2: our certainly in my spider. house they are mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, any peeling paintwork or wallpaper yes, maybe yes absolutely <laughs> well I think, I think it's a, a basic requirement really if, if if you had someone coming around for supper or dinner you'd have a quick tidy up wouldn't you and if you're going to try and sell your house then I think basic spring cleaning is not a bad idea definitely not No, I- and you can become very blinkered you know if you've got your Favourite spider that you don't mind, <laughs> you know, you, you'll, you'll move his hands away with a feather duster and he'll just come back and build another one. But you know, it wouldn't harm, you know, be any harm to just. Not if you hoover him up, it won't. Oh, no, to be all kind. you can't mind spiders. Or, or, or not if you have chest. Um,
1: chestnuts, chestnuts, yes, conkers—that's the, the, word, it. Conkers, that's the yes. word I'm looking for. Conkers in every corner, like yeah. I do, to keep them away. <laughs> does it work? <laughs> it does, yes, it? it does, yeah. yes. I don't get spiders in my house. I get new conkers, courtesy of people like Sue. Um, Not now I've moved, you? No, too you were, uh, No, I have to find yeah. somebody else. Won't I? Um, <laughs> who supply me with conkers um, in, at the right time of year, September? They go in one in every, uh, one in each room, in a corner, and I'm sorted. So, um, touch wood. Um, the ones I've got are still working, um, but yes, it, it, the the sort of the idea of just just making sure everything is is neat. It's mm-hmm. it so simple. I mean, we we are not talking rocket science here, no. are we? In a way, no. we're not, and um, we're certainly not talking about major expense. No, no. um, I and mean, you made the point when we were um, again talking off air that um, it's not necessary to put in a brand new kitchen mm-hmm. to sell I your house. Never, I
2: would never push that point. I mean, I I think someone that's buying a new ha- home because they're going to live there um i think that's part of the excitement is that eventually you will put your own stamp on it but i think a basic requirement would be to have a hygienic kitchen and bathroom for them to use when they're in and then i think you've got to live in a, a new property to to get to know what the house does to you you know like what like we said earlier where the sun comes in and which room is your favourite and then you then you want to decorate you can't just move in and decorate it without living in no, a place no. I don't think
1: no. I mean, I think I when, when I bought my property when I moved into Newark I I lived in it um with all kinds of things mm. I really didn't like mm. including carpet in the bathroom um oh, for I, I I did get rid of that fairly early on mm. but um in terms of decorating and things it was almost two years mm. before i actually finally had the house done from top to bottom because um a i changed my mind a lot anyway you know so i was picking different colors but also i just wanted to um be sure and and um decide what did and didn't need doing um and uh, then go with confidence Mm. so to speak but but everything was was usable and as you say clean and and hygienic and whatever it was just personal taste and and i was letting things settle in my own head and and Sue, um going back to this idea of um you know one of the best things or one of the nicest things about moving into a new property is being able to put your own stamp on it Mm. now we in a way it would be nice not to have to spend um several thousand pounds on a brand new kitchen or a brand new um bathroom Bathroom. or whatever but it's very rewarding in 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 certain ways isn't it yes you can
0: walk around the shop and go i'll have one of those and one of those (laughs) and you you can have a range
1: cooker even though you don't really need one i've ordered it (laughs)
2: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um just briefly for the moment then we'll come back to it um after a, a piece of music um where do you
2: start how, how how do you start what's the first pr- pr- thing yeah i, I would probably do a drive-by if i was if i i'm pretending to be a buyer mm. so my views are neutral so i would go and do a drive-by see what it, my first impression would be oh the garden needs a bit of a tidy up and the bins maybe shouldn't be on show or the curtains
1: that m- right. shouldn't be in the front garden. Yes,
2: that's, that's the one. And really, it's April, get rid of that Christmas tree. Um, uh, and just first, you know, creating a first impression. So I would do that. And then maybe, you know, do a tour of the garden, do everything outside, just note whether maybe the front door could do with a fresh lip of paint or whether there's dead flowers in the hanging basket. Things that you see every day and you become blinkered against them. But that's the whole point of this. You, you need to make it as attractive as possible. And then obviously you, you'd go in the front door and see what the hallway looks like. Is it welcoming? Is it got coats? Has it got 10 pairs of wellies and dog beds and what have you? And just really the process of going through the whole of the house and just getting first impression, obviously the bathroom and the kitchen and maybe the, the biggest areas that could do with room for improvement. And then just, i I would then prepare a report and um give them things to to work on and maybe suggest and then we work on that together right we'll talk in more detail about um
1: what's going to be in this report (coughs) listening to the girls around town here on radio newark this sunny sunday morning it is still sunny i can just see through the door and we sue and i are talking to portia green of home sweet home we're talking about making sure that you make the right impression on prospective buyers when um they come to look at your house whether it's online or actually there and how portia can help so portia you um you do your tour and you um highlight the important that you want to make to the prospective to, to, to your client yeah. um, <clears throat> what happens then do, do, do you physically get involved with doing yes. things like the decluttering and whatever yes, you <laughs> <lot to get, laughs> like to get your
2: hands dirty <coughs> but you Just, need someone who's slightly
0: removed from it don't you
2: yes because you, you have to absolutely be sympathetic to them because as I say you can't be rude but, and you can't be brutal you have to be Say you're sitting on the fence of, it's their home, but the estate agent wants to sell it as quickly as possible, so let's just get on with it. So once they're, they're at the stage of moving because they've sold it, everything has got to be boxed up and labelled anyway. Why not do that before it's photographed and maximise the potential of selling it quicker? because you you want to give the impression
1: of space you want to give the impression of light uh, and you want and and also you want to make it easy for people to be able to visualize because this is the thing people can't always visualize what Mm -hmm. it's going to be like when it hasn't got all your things in it because it's got stuff it's
2: there for for their things so So i suppose potted um view of what i do would be to um look outside, go inside, go room by room and just jot down what what is smacking me in the eye apparently obvious straight away um, and then obviously talk them through that then I suppose the next process is to declutter and depersonalise without it looking unloved and unhomely um, <clears throat> because as I said earlier they, they've got to pack stuff up anyway um, things like kids bedrooms, I know kids have got Lots of stuff, lots of toys. Not everybody has children or wants to move into a, a bedroom with Batman wallpaper. Because they're, they're buying work immediately. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do you advise them to paint the wall Magnolia? I don't know. But then that is probably a stage going too far of depersonalising it. Because the child has still got it's his bedroom at the end of the day. Um, obviously, clean up and freshen up to make it smell nice because you can't unsmell somewhere <laughs> if, if they've got lots of animals that's their nearest and dearest. Um, but again, an animal makes a, a house a home, but not everybody wants a dog looking you know around the house with them when they're doing a the tour, and they might be allergic mm, mm. so it's maybe a good idea to get an animal out of the house when you've got some to view get somebody to take the dog for a walk for a very long yes. walk yes <laughs> and obviously to clean up and make it as fresh as possible the last house I sold which was um, you know a big house to sell i a little trick was to put vanilla essence in water in the microwave just before you knew they were coming so it's not the old bake a loaf of bread trick but it just <laughs> blue, makes blue, just, some fresh it, coffee it, yes everyone likes a bit of cake <laughs> don't they so yeah but just do something a bit different because they think oh i bet there's going to be a smell of fresh coffee when i go in this one just do something a bit different <laughs> and good old zaflora you can't beat zaflora no. spread <laughs> it <everywhere. laughs>
1: <laughs> I must admit, I use, um, again, recommended by um, a previous guest um, whose name has just gone for the moment. It'll come back to me. Um, but we were talking about um, essential oils and mm. um, Julia. Ju- Julia? Julie? Julie? Julie Payne. Um, that's it. Using essential oils for all sorts of things. And one of them was um, using lemon. I love lemon, the L- smell of lemon. It doesn't everybody. <laughs> but um, putting a couple of drops of lemon oil on a cloth to wipe your surfaces down or a few drops in a bowl of hot water yeah. and just yeah. leaving it so yeah. yeah
2: that kind of thing yeah um, and obviously the bathroom um you will see a lot of photographs of people's bathrooms and they've got far too many bottles of shampoo i think you only need <laughs> one <you>? maybe two. <laughs> um you know but just just instant visual has a massive impact So maybe they're, as I say, a bit blinker to that, and I could just go in and say, well, just for the purposes of today and getting the house photographed, let's train your mind into living with maybe less things around you. And good towels, but then don't have them out all the time. Just take your number ones out show towels been there done that when
1: i've got guests coming around yes absolutely let's have a little bit more music um we'll, we'll take a breath while we listen to some zara larson and then we'll um just catch up with the last few bits of information from portia and also um how to get in touch Portia, we have literally a couple of minutes before the show is over. Okay. If you would like to make one point to... Pres- Did you notice the link there? You would like. <laughs> if you would like to make one point to prospective um, house sellers, sellers um, yes. other than, obviously, make, use your services, yes. what would you tell them to do?
2: Top oh, of the list? Or- top of the list. Um, just be clear in their own mind, I guess why they are going through this process of selling and th- it is it is hard work to sell a house and it is very emotional they say it's the most stressful thing I think Um so just be mindful that it's going to be hard work and emotional and just get on with the sale as quickly as possible so be prepared for a bit of hard work it doesn't have to cost a lot of money Um just put a little bit of effort into Getting the ball rolling, um, and I will do my utmost to try and help them to make it as painless as possible. And if they want your help, yeah. how do they get in touch with you? Um, they can call me on my mobile. Uh, would you like the number? Yes, of course. It is oh seven nine seven four two seven six five double four. And um, actually, I've given that wrong. No, it's oh seven nine seven four two seven six double five four. Double five four not five double four and uh, there is an email address which is every home sweet home at outlook.com.
1: Fantastic. Portia, thank you for coming in. My it's been Thanks lovely to see you me. again. Um, you. Not that we don't see each other up and down the street from time <laughs> to time anyway. Um, we are about to leave the building. We have literally seconds left before the end of the show. So just enough time to tell you that next week Fiona will be with us. And we will be talking to Sunita Passi about Unplugged Space and a meditation day, a major meditation day taking place in Nottingham. I believe it's the 13th of May, if I remember rightly. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday. <coughs> Have a lovely weekend.